Informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, and that's exactly what we aim to do every darn day here on Dan Parsons Show. Try to do a little educating, a little informing, and yeah, from time to time, some entertainment uh, falls into place as well. So, uh, yeah, we don't really do a lot of shouting or grandstanding. Uh, we like to build up instead of tear down. And, and truth over tribalism. Uh, we, we, we tested that theory uh, the last couple days. So, But anyway, it's 5.09 on Thursday, August 10th, which means... Uh, it's Lincoln's Business Roundtable. Uh, we're talking to the newsmakers and thought leaders, the people in the business community that make this city run. And uh, joining us in just a moment be Todd Ogden from uh, Downtown Lincoln Association and a special guest, uh, Hallie Salem from uh, the Lincoln Urban Development. And uh, so anyway, hold on for that. But in the meantime, uh, say hello to... Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Oh man, always staying on our feet here. We were on a few minutes ago just to kill some radio air, air time, and now we're here for the show. And dog, dog on it, we are still having a damn good time. That's right. You know, I uh, I reordered uh, my swag today, Johnny, because I ran out of them. Oh yeah. And, oh uh, man. Yeah. And so um, uh, so we have stickers for our guests. If, if first time guests get a sticker, it's kind of like going to school and you get a. You know, you get a little star or something. It's, but, it's uh, some pretty good swag, though. Great for you. Like, you have on your water bottle over there. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. But remember, uh, if you miss us, uh, the live version, you can always tune in on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like. Except the Stitcher. Stitcher is, if you're a Stitcher fan, uh, I guess they went away, or going away at the end of August. But you still got the Google and the Apple and uh, all those others. But uh, And if you would... Follow us on our Twitter and Facebook pages. We love to keep the uh, conversation going after hours. Even if you don't like what you heard that day and you want to chime in, as some have, you know, we we appreciate all that input. And uh, So anyway, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and uh, continue the conversation. Well, oh, and one more thing before we get to our guests. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, like we always do, uh, we'll welcome into the studio Mr. Shevin, Shevin, I did it, Johnny. Oh no, I did it. My, my, you do it all the time. My I've fault never is now wearing off on you, man. Chef Kevin Shin. Thank man. you, Johnny. <laughs> anyway, the Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, don't miss that. Uh, we'll be having. Well, that's the entertainment part of the week, boys and girls. So don't miss that. Well, it is my joy to welcome into the studio, uh, as we do each month, Mr. Todd Ogden. Uh, from Downtown Lincoln Association. Hello, I'm still here. Downtown's still kicking. You're not getting rid of me yet. <laughs> That's right. It's not going to be that easy. How did uh, how'd your team do in the uh, in the hoops tournament? Well, it's funny you ask. Yeah. Uh, us old guys beat the crowd out of some 20-somethings. So nice. We did win the corporate cup for YMCA's Rail Yard Rims. It nice. was a lot of fun. I'm still super sore. I don't think I can fully walk for another couple months, but uh, hey. it was a great event. But you can stare at that trophy while yep. you're recuperating on the sofa. Yes. It recuperates. It went to the Strong Kids campaign for the Y, so I say it's a win-win. But nice. Yeah, nice. I'll take the trophy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lots of great things going on in this city, and uh, you know, the heart of the city is downtown Lincoln, and, and uh, 
as our listeners know, I live there, I work there, and um, so it's a great opportunity to get caught up on what the heck's going on. And to help us do that, Todd brings along a very special guest, Hallie Salem, the City of Lincoln's Urban Development Department. Hallie, uh, welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Thanks, Dan. I'm glad to be here and be here with Todd and talk about all the great things happening downtown yeah and we were reminiscing before we went on the air about uh pershing auditorium and i uh which we're going to talk about here in a moment but uh yesterday we had just a a wonderful show at least i thought it was johnny thought it was uh with people reminiscing about memories of uh, pershing auditorium and so very fitting that today we're going to talk about uh, what's going on there in that space after uh, it's all cleaned up and uh, moved aside and but all those memories are memorialized uh, in all of our memories and uh, as i said yesterday just think 10 20 30 years from now all the memories we'll all have uh, from uh, pinnacle bank arena that we can tell our kids and grandkids about so uh but um yeah so Pershing Auditorium, you had a, uh, a news conference this afternoon uh, down there, and uh, the, the demolition is nearing completion, I take it. So, so Hallie, tell us about what's going on. Yeah, so the bulldozers were active today, stripping down the exterior facade of the Pershing Center. It's bittersweet, because I have my own memories of the building. Um Everything from Lincoln General Fashion Shows to watching my kids in their dance recitals. So it's it's sad to see it go, but at the same time, it creates that opportunity for an affordable housing project that it has secured financing and is quickly coming online. So that's exciting. Very cool. Uh, Todd, jump in anytime you like here. But uh, but before we leave that uh, uh, Pershing memories, you said you saw George Burns there. Yes, I saw George Burns um, at the Lincoln General Fashion Show. That Very was cool. that just is a core memory because um, I just loved him from when I was yeah. little to to when I got to see him. And and uh, I don't know if it's the John Denver George Burns movie that really hooked me, but oh, oh, oh God, was that? <laughs> yes, was oh that God, yeah. oh God. <laughs> was Elvis actually there? Yeah. Okay. One of his last shows. My father-in-law, um, Lincoln East High Spartans varsity football coach John Gingery, always brags that he got to see Elvis. Yeah. And I never knew if he was telling the truth that he actually saw <laughs> Elvis at Pershing. Yeah, okay. I don't know that that he may have been there more than once, but yeah, 1977, and he died, if memory serves me right, in the summer of 1977. Uh, I remember where I was. I was anyway. We won't go into that. I was just a kid, but um, well, I wasn't that young. Anyway, 77. <laughs> anyway, I was washing. Here's where I was. I was washing dishes at Hoax Cafe in Ogallala, Nebraska. When Elvis Presley announcement came on at Elvis Presley, there's a really odd uh, sequence. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you missed him fill out a jumpsuit, is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Todd, uh, some headbanging uh, groups at Pershing. What are your memories of? Ah, uh... uh, well, my memories. I mean, I always went to basketball there every year. 
And when I started at Downtown Lincoln Association 17 years ago, um, the first couple of years, I just wanted to really go see the games during the day. So I, I wanted to convince my boss to let me play hooky and uh, go watch the games during the day. So I just volunteered to hand out visitor guides to be there. So those are kind of some of the last memories because that, that's yeah right before Pershing kind of um, stopped hosting those games. So it's definitely, for me... Uh, basketball. It's all basketball. And then obviously going to graduations. I grad, my graduation was there. Um, my siblings graduation was there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the past. Let's talk about the future. Uh, and we all love the past and uh, some of us have, uh, more difficulty adjusting to change than others, but I'm really excited about this project, Hallie. I mean, uh, so tell us a little bit more. So a group out of Omaha, uh, White Lotus, is is uh, has won the rights to develop this property. Uh, say a little bit more about uh, the project. Sure. So um, just to take us back a few years to the downtown Lincoln Master Plan 2018. Um, it adopted a catalyst. Pro- we adopted the plan that showed a catalyst project on the Pershing site. And that catalyst project envisioned anything from housing to um, community type of building, a potential library on the site. And um, we put out an invitation for redevelopment proposals in 2018, again, following that master plan and um, opened it up again to developers uh, to give us their proposals. Five submitted. And we picked one. Nice, nice. Well, let's pick up up that uh, thread when we come back after the short break uh, on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition of the Business Roundtable, where we talk to the business leaders and uh, community leaders who make this city grow uh, every darn day and what's going on behind the scenes. So uh, so welcome. Uh, thanks for bringing us along on your drive home, whatever you're doing, picking up the kiddos, uh, going to the grocery store, because, uh, man, Monday, Monday's a whole new day for everybody because the kiddos are finally back to school, right? Oh, soon enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're visiting uh, with Mr. Todd Ogden, uh, President and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association, and um, Hallie Salem with uh, the Urban Development Department of uh, our city of Lincoln. And uh, we're talking about Pershing. And the old Pershing's gone. Uh, you can still, Hallie, did you say how much is left to tear down? Uh, well, it's the all of the metal, the steel structure. Okay. Um, the, the facade's coming down right now. They'll haul that away, and then they'll take down the rest of it. Yeah. Because the city is helping lead this new development that's going to replace uh, that landmark uh, building that's been there for, gosh, how long has it been there? Decades and decades and decades late 50s yeah yeah and so it's a new time uh, in downtown lincoln there's so much going on in our great city and and we've got a couple people here that uh to help make those changes happen and uh so todd maybe just for our listeners just remind our listeners what the downtown lincoln association uh does and why you're involved in projects like this yeah so we exist again to help provide a common voice for downtown lincoln and we provide management and maintenance services so we actually take care of the right-of-way in downtown 
and on a bigger picture standpoint, we want to make sure to communicate the types of things that are good to keep it downtown adaptable, growing, vital. Uh, and certainly this was one of the projects. So one of the big things we do is create these and partner with the city to create these master plans. And this was certainly one of the biggest catalyst uh, projects we had because not only do you have a development here on an unused space, uh, but it hopefully will spur um, other projects moving forward, whether it be civic use on the rest of the block in the future or even surrounding blocks. Uh, we need to activate that area downtown as much as possible, too. We have a lovely Centennial Mall um, that is desperate for residents and people like it's it uh yeah people deserve to be able to live in an area where they have such a wonderful neighborhood and and i believe it is that around that spot well in the state uh maybe there was some city funds too uh just renovated uh just the last few years centennial mall and it is i mean it's it was a nice improvement uh but hallie talk a little bit more because it's not very often in the core of a major city like lincoln nebraska that you have this whole block that's uh, available for development. Right, and so the proposal that White Lotus Group submitted that was selected included a L-shaped building with 100 units of affordable housing. That has since been reduced to just 93, but still a substantial amount of affordable housing in our downtown, as well as some commercial services. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on Lot 3 was proposed to be a library. And we continue to have discussions about the future central downtown library. Yeah. Um, and and those conversations are ongoing. Good. So um, I think the the thing we're celebrating today is that we've secured funding for that demolition. Um, White Lotus Group secured funding for um, some affordable state affordable housing funds and uh, $3 million of those funds to contribute to uh, helping this project get underway. Um, And then construction is scheduled to start this um, coming spring. Nice, nice. Uh, Completion date uh, estimate? Um, 14 to 18 months. I don't have a solid completion date yet. Once we get a building permit and uh, approved, and um, I think it, it... partly depended on how early in the construction season they started with the footings and foundations and the temperatures. So we'll sure. we'll just see how all that works out. Yeah. I always get caught with that stuff. So I just say anywhere from one to five years. So we're set. <laughs> covers it. Yeah, there, you know, weather, it. there's always something. You don't want to say a date because then people get stuck to it if there isn't an official date because people always ask us, like, when's this coming in line? Or yeah. if it's a business, when are they coming? Yeah. And there's always something that can happen. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. One to 60 years. <laughs> but Hallie, uh, some of those other amenities in that building will be announced as uh, those agreements are right. signed. And, and So there's first floor commercial services. I think we heard a lot in the when uh, creating the 2018 downtown master plan that there was a lot of interest in seeing additional services provided in the downtown. And I think people will be excited to see those services come online for downtown nice yeah so what are some of those things that we're missing todd in downtown i mean you know 
housing certainly and affordable housing uh, i was up at the uh, uh, stratcom uh, earlier this week for the uh, legislative uh, summit with the federal delegation and i sat next to uh, some folks that were talking about just statewide the, the challenges with affordable housing and uh, just how we just you know most of us go about our days and don't think about that we have our homes we have you know place to live and but it continues to be a challenge uh, and we have all it. over yeah, and we're trying to meet that goal of providing additional 5,000 affordable housing units over the next, I guess it's 20 years, 27 yeah. years. So yeah. Now you're learning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back to, to your, yeah, yeah. back to your question. I mean, we're, as I've said in previous shows, we're going from 3,000 residents in 2010 to, you know, a projected 10,000 residents. That's amazing. And when you do that plan, the reason people want to live downtown and the best part about downtown is it is 24 seven. Yeah. And you don't need, you don't need every, you know, we're still Lincoln. They have vehicles, but you don't, you, the goal is you want to be there, not even have to leave the downtown area. Yeah. So you need all your services. And one thing is you get more residents, you need other things to come in line, like uh, doctor's offices, urgent care, dental offices. And we have some of those there, but you want to continue to add those. Grocery stores, even right now, just please, please, please support the grocery store oh, that we goodness. have downtown. It's amazing. Canopy Street Market. I do every day. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> let's support that. And as more residents come in line, um, you know, fitness centers. Um, I still, yeah, I want I want a downtown YMCA back. And, oh my yeah. goodness, we missed that. Well, yeah. we'll get there, but yeah, activity, just different services like that. You know, you need your barbers, and we have salons, and um, you know, other health services as well. So anything, if you as a resident, that's the kind of stuff downtown needs to start looking for is that kind of activity um, to support our residential services, and a lot of them work for residential and tourists and employees uh, alike as well. So it's 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 opening up a whole new bag of opportunity for people to start these new businesses, and you're going to start seeing that change downtown. I'm confident that even, you know, we're pretty lucky where our vacancy rate is downtown, but it's going to get even better when we start seeing those services fill in some of those sites where we had 50 sandwich shops before where it's like I, I, we don't need 50 sandwich shops so we're, we're down there and instead of that we're going to bring in those services and have such a great mix and i'm really looking forward to see what that mix looks like downtown well and i love the uh, the concept of the 24 hours because i remember and you know this todd that i've lived several places in downtown lincoln uh, through the years but my most recent uh, residence uh, in a, a loft apartment uh, about three years now i remember the young person that uh, signing the lease and she said now uh, now you should know that it gets kind of loud down here uh, from time to time and i looked at her and i was trying to think of the most smart ass thing i could say it's like well that's why i'm here <laughs> counting on it yeah. they, they have to say it though you'd be surprised how many people we have that uh yes um and uh, don't expect uh, sign the lease yes. at at 8 a.m and then all of a sudden 2 a.m rolls around yeah. <laughs> so yes uh there's a, there's a number of us that that's that's why we live downtown not only for the convenience of having everything there like i said i i, I walk to work before i got this gig i didn't drive my car uh, very often and uh uh yeah it's it's becoming more and more uh, walkable and by the way todd the uh uh the uh the project that chef kevin shin and i are working on after being to uh uh, Amsterdam. Well, I was in Amsterdam, and we were all in uh, in, in Ireland uh, last week. Uh, walkable cities. Oh yeah. And so let's bring that up after the break. Here, uh, we'll we'll take this news break, and we'll be right back here on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition of the Dan Parsons Show. We're so glad you are taking us along for your ride home or whatever you're doing on this lovely August afternoon. 536, it is uh, August 10th. And, um, man, I know it's busy time for those of you who have kids at LPS. You're uh, packing everything up and making sure everything's uh, ready to go for Monday. So uh, I feel... It's in 20 minutes. (laughs) 20 (laughs) minutes for open house, so let's hurry. Yeah, yeah. Got to get there. So, uh, but listen, uh, we're we're very thankful that you decided to tune us in. And uh, if you miss any of the live version of the show, you can always find us on your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like. I know I uh, typically listen to my podcast in the mornings when I'm <clears throat> taking my walk, uh, do a little four-mile walk every morning along the Salt Creek uh, Trail. And uh, So anyway, you can find us there, uh, and you can always find us on KLIN.com as well. And uh, we'd love to continue the conversation after hours on the Twitter and the Facebook. Or it's X now, Johnny. You 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 reminded me. Yep, it's, it's X. So if I'm so I'm no longer tweeting. I'm Xing. Uh, apparently, you're posting. I'm posting. I, just I, I posting. Did, my my best friend is a is an X activist. Well, Twitter activist. But so I, I had to ask him. <laughs> And uh, and he said it's a post. So that's lame. But All whatever. Right. All right. Are you on Threads? I am not. No. I I, I am. I okay. haven't done much there. But I'm behind uh, on the times. Yeah. Yeah. I do have an X account though. Yeah. Single X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's be clear. It's not the triple X. That's a whole nother story uh, there. But anyway, it is uh, Thursday, and it is uh, the round the business Lincoln Business Roundtable, where every Thursday we invite uh, the leaders and the movers and the shakers that make things happen uh, in this fine city of ours when it comes to uh, the business community. And so joining us as he does every uh, second Thursday of the month, Mr. Todd Ogden, President and CEO of the Downtown Lincoln Association. Todd, thanks for sticking around, my friend. Anytime I'm here. <laughs> and our special guest, uh, Hallie Salem, with the uh, Urban Development Department of the uh, of your city of Lincoln. And Hallie, you've you've been there for more than a cup of coffee. Yeah, I I I think I'm going on twenty three years wow so you don't even count now 23 wow that's longer than i've had my business (laughs) i'm celebrating 20 years this summer of 
Parsons PR. So, yeah, 23. Good for you. Well, you've, my goodness, you've seen some changes. I've seen some changes. I've seen some cranes in the air. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Just think about that. Think of the, everything that's gone on in 20 years in this city uh, that you've helped, uh, helped build. Yeah. Helped develop. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, we've been talking about Pershing and the new development down at Pershing, and I kind of wanted to expand from there and get you guys' input on uh, the rest of the downtown uh, development and what's going on. And, Todd, I know you've had some changes and some exciting developments uh, with expanding your footprint. Yeah, so we had our public hearing uh, Monday uh, for expanding our business improvement district, and that's how we're operated by these property owners downtown and have been for a long time. Um, and we were approached by Telegraph District uh, and East Downtown businesses and property owners to um, start thinking about coming out that way. And this started in about 2019. Um, but they all, like certain, some of them said, hey, come, come now. And I was like, well, we should probably do what we can to talk to as many businesses and properties as possible. So for the last uh, three, four years we've been working on that and finally um, have had a culmination of several open houses and, um, you know, looking at what our program of work should look like and um, assuming the vote would go okay next week, which we'll find out next mm-hmm. Monday, um, we would expand into the Telegraph District and have the same services that we do for them that we do for the rest of downtown to make sure everything's as cohesive as possible, yet still giving each district its unique identity. Yeah, exactly. And and just to clarify for our listeners, so because you're partially funded by the city, uh, that needs to go through the city council for their approval. And uh, in the hearing you said is coming up on Monday, are they voting or is it just the first round of just the hearing? This is the third. So we just had oh, the sorry. second reading, which was the public hearing Monday. And then so it's just vote. So uh, just, just vote on yeah. uh, next Monday. So we'll what was that, that feedback like uh, at the hearing? It was really good. So we had a lot of good positive testimony. Of course, in certain areas, you're going to have people question, okay, what exactly services do you have? And it's not surprising. A lot of feedback we've had over the last six months is from residents. And the residents want to know, hey, what are you doing about the population experience homelessness, for example? Yeah, which we talked about yeah, on the show. exactly. And that's what I want to say. Just Do you listen to Dan Parsons? <laughs> you would know what we're doing. So, And that's why I love when people ask that question, because we take it very seriously, and we have really good, solid answers. And as you know, good partnerships with the police and Centerpoint and the Homeless Coalition. And I love talking about it, because it's not an easy issue, so we need to talk about it as much as possible to figure out what we're doing and what's happening. Uh, and and I witnessed after sometime after our show, uh, and we had uh, uh, we had uh, Topher Hansen on uh, mm-hmm. to talk about their partnership with you, uh, and uh, I witnessed uh, uh, that very uh, setting with the police and uh, coming up to some uh, obviously a homeless person who was in distress. Uh, on the sidewalk downtown, and I witnessed that conversation with then a plain, plain closed person, happened to be a female, uh, who stood back after the initial contact with the with the police officer. But I sat and watched this uh, take place, and and here was this person who was obviously trained in mental health services. Uh, interacting uh, with this person who yeah. uh, who's homeless, so it, it's perfect. It's what you need. I mean, it's a good combination, and uh, we, we're just so lucky to have the force we have uh, downtown, and you know, officially the Southwest team and Captain Don and his team, and 
Uh, you know, I can't say enough good things, especially the way they're willing to partner with our social services and partner with Centerpoint because we all realize that most of the time we can't arrest our way out of it. And yeah, exactly. it, most of it needs that peer to peer support in a professional um, individual like, you know, that Centerpoint provides to work with these individuals that, again, from all um, different types to figure out, you know, what what's the best way to deescalate a situation. And um, again, there's 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 always uh something to do and something that we can do to make downtown feel safer and be safer and provide services and um that that's a huge step toward doing that hallie uh i noticed uh your name in the newspaper uh just the other day and you were talking about uh the city council considering uh an agreement for a new haymarket hotel yes uh at ninth and r streets um it's been a gravel lot for about 10 years um if you go back to google maps you can see that there used to be a building there on that lot but um it has it's owned by the university Um, because there was talk at one time about doing an arts project there on that property and that that, didn't pan out that block is called the north haymarket arts and humanities center block and um, it didn't pan out, uh, but the uh, university is doing other great things now on Yeah, just campus. across the street. Just across the street. Uh, so, yeah. um, so, so sometimes things, big ideas go by the wayside, but other big things come online. So that's exciting. But the, the hotel is a 122-unit extended stay hotel, um, and, uh, and that will be that was went through several iterations with historic preservation commission and urban design reviewing that to come up with a really beautifully designed building that will be at an entry point into downtown along the downtown corridors project and they will be contributing to that ninth street um view corridor so wonderful A residence in by Marriott, according to the uh, uh newspaper story and uh one of the concerns and Todd is no stranger of this uh, uh, topic uh, for you. One of the concerns uh, that was voiced was about uh, parking, of course. Right. And we did talk about that with council and that there's approximately uh, $4,500 parking stalls in the Haymarket District, um, many of which go unused except for event days. Yes. Uh, I want to do a whole show about parking. Because I'm so tired of people complaining that there's no place to park in downtown Lincoln. And uh, so I park in that garage. I have a monthly pass in that garage because my apartment's up on the third floor. And so every, you know, and and I'll come home now at 630 after the show. And uh, I can still find a parking spot, you know, within a few feet of my front door. And so, and that's, you know, and, and even even when there's events going on. And so there's, yeah, there's plenty of parking in downtown Lincoln. Yeah. Well, I know Wayne is an avid listener who's in charge of parking. So, Wayne, you hear that. We'll, we'll get you on next time. And, yeah, I think uh, I want to do that. Talk a lot about it. Cause... Uh, and I think if you listened to the uh, testimony at the Ninth and Our Hotel hearing, um, the out-of-town developer talked a lot about how the city of Lincoln does parking right. They do. They absolutely do. That's and that's great to hear from the outsider mm-hmm. uh, because we just take for granted, you know. Because uh, let's face it, most of us didn't move here from New York or Chicago. Uh, more and more people, hopefully, are, and we know they are. But you know, I've lived here my whole life, other than when I was washing dishes out to Hoax Cafe in Ogallala, um, and so 
you know, people are used to just pulling right up to the front door and, and jumping in and, and doing their business. And, and so, yeah, try living in a big city and see how parking is. Yeah. So anyway, well, let's take this quick break and we'll come back and finish up here on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back. We're so glad you take us along for your ride home or to the grocery store or to the restaurant or uh, wherever you're headed on this lovely August uh, evening. We're so glad you could take us along. And remember, if you miss us on the live version, just tune us in to your favorite podcast platform or just go to KLIN.com. You can catch us uh, anytime. Just scroll down on Dan Parsons' page and you will see the latest uh, editions of the show. And uh, and we'd love to carry on the conversation on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Uh, just, uh, yeah, after hours, we like to uh, we like to hear from you any time of the day. But, uh, yeah, we'll continue the conversation there. And don't forget, coming up on tomorrow's show, it's Friday. We made it to Friday, kids. And uh, as you know, every Friday, it's the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And so tune in to see what uh, uh, Kevin is cooking up and mixing up and uh, what we got in store for you tomorrow that's the entertaining part of the show uh, of the week we finally get to well i'm so delighted that uh, todd uh, stuck around as did haley and uh, here we are talking about downtown lincoln and i wanted to tee up this conversation guys because uh, speaking of chef kevin uh, we were uh, in ireland uh, a week or so ago and uh, one of the things we noticed in both, uh, well, really all three communities, we were in the most uh, three most major cities in Ireland, uh, uh, Dublin, of course, Cork, and then in Belfast. And Belfast, I think, maybe won the prize for the most walkable of those three cities. Now, I, w- I did Amsterdam before that, too, and Amsterdam is a bikeable, walkable city. But so Kevin and I, uh, when we took away from that trip, one of our takeaways from the trip is we're coming back to Lincoln, and we're going to start lobbying you all uh, to make Lincoln even a more walkable city. Let's close, close some of those streets off uh, because we've, we just had the conversation. There's plenty of parking, so we can give up a few street uh, spots because we have plenty of places to park down. Downtown. You said it. Yep. And I'll continue to say it. And uh, let's make for a more walkable city in this beautiful land that we call Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, it's vitally important. As I keep saying, we're becoming an urban neighborhood. And uh, when you're making decisions for downtowns, uh, when you design things for people, you get people. When you design yes. things for vehicles, you yes. get vehicles. So yes. uh, walkability is designing things for people. If we want people here, we got to uh, give them what what they need to want to move around and um, be activated. You know, that's not to say, of course, we want to um, have cars be able to move around and have parking sure. stalls, especially the, be smart about it and have the right spaces that support our businesses. Um, but we certainly need that walkability, and especially if we want to continue to attract uh, employees. I mean, yes. the hybrid employee is looking for being a part of a community. Uh, and I think downtown is positioned better than anywhere else um, for employees to want to be because you will be able to live, work, and play in that area and have your entire downtown area be your office. And that's what we want. And making it more walkability is going to help. And I know Hallie has a couple of updates where the city's um, doing that exact thing right now. Right. We're uh, finishing up uh, Canopy Street and doing some final improvements there. We have some work to do under Harris Overpass. We'll be um, going back to city council, asking for some help with West Haymarket. 
uh, redevelopment area and expanding the use of that funding so we can finish off some work under Harris Overpass. Can you can you describe what that work details? Right. So um, it's it's we've got a consistent streetscape from um, all the way from the arena on our street. Um, and then down to N Street, where we'll have a future crossing to the future South Hay Market Park. That's so cool. And um, and so what we'd like to do is finish off that connection between the arena okay. and the future park. Sure. And so we'll be ex- expanding the funding of that to allow us to finish off under Harris Overpass, as well as do some N Street crossing improvements. We want people to be able to walk from the new Gold Four parking garage south to the to the park um, when that is complete, and then we also want to continue those improvements south into South Haymarket. Um, we have a streetscape design um, for South Haymarket that provides connectivity, provides new parking. Um, and we've completed our second phase under Rosa Parks with that parking lot. Yeah, and then we'll yes. be doing some future um, streetscape improvements along Seventh Street. So that's coming underway. We're designing that now, and um, and so we've expanded that district to include to make it more walkable. And we'll be going to council with both those for public hearing August 21st. Okay. And that's on top of, we've already talked about this a little bit, but we'll get into detail again with the entryway corridors, uh, primarily O Street. Uh, we'll be completely um, undergoing transformation to make it more uh, pedestrian friendly. From where to where? What are the streets, Holly? So the 9th and 10th Street okay. from K all the way up to S Street. Okay, and that so we'll be working with some of those big redevelopment projects along the way, and connections there as well as with the student housing project that went in at Ninth and at Ninth and P Streets. Mm-hmm. Even though that wasn't a, rede- a TIF redevelopment project, it was uh, still needs to provide connections for students along the way, and then um, and then O Street from Ninth all the way to to the first phase to uh, Centennial Mall. Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. Well, those are exciting uh, exciting developments. Hallie, tell, us, uh, tell our listeners, if they want to learn more about any of these projects, where can they go online and, and, and learn more? Right, so you can learn a lot more from our urban development webpage that is located at lincoln.ne.gov, and then in a keyword, you can put redevelopment. Nice. And find out more that way um we also have project pages um so downtown corridors lincoln is that right i don't know that's such a weird vanity url yeah it's i think it's downtown (laughs) corridors lincoln but you can find that as a link on your page and our page but yeah it has everything it's great it is. I, I've complimented uh, others in in the administration of the new uh, redesign. It's been a few years now of the website, and oh my goodness, it's just night and day from what it used to be. Right. So, yeah, very good. Uh, well, Todd, uh, before we get out of here, we got a few minutes left here. I wanted to ask you about, um, you know, what uh, what about the new park? And uh, you know, we're we're it, it's. Again, the amenities for a downtown resident uh, just continues to um, be plentiful. 
I, I'm so excited about this park, and I have the privilege of being on that fundraising team to yeah. fill that gap that's there. And it, I get so much crap from people out of Omaha that, well, we have Gene Leahy Mall, we have Leahy Mall. What do you got? Well, you know, we, and we have plenty of great things, but I think it's on. This will put uh, Lincoln on the map as far as the kind of park it's going to be, and I love how it will be able to connect to the rest of the downtown with N Street, and you know you have Canopy Street, and um, just where it's located, and not only that, but be a catalyst for South Haymarket and the rest of downtown. So it's it's going to be a world class park, and I I, I want to do everything we can to make sure um, we get it on the right track. So it is the park that it's designed to be, and it's an amazing design. So Hallie, uh, obviously the city is funding the majority of that but there is some private development as well private dollars as well that's right uh, so there's there's a combination of of private redevelopment projects that are helping support that uh park and um and so that's really great that and and one of our developers cotswold project the yep um they contributed uh, um the j.a Woolham foundation yep. contributed to that park as well so very nice contribution yes so we've we've got lots of support for the park and the expansion of that south haymarket redevelopment area that public hearing on august 21st will really help us further that effort to um, include the park in the district and um, help do additional improvements in the park very cool todd before we get out of here what events do you have coming up Yes, so we have Downtown 101 coming up on Big Red Welcome Week, where the Friday uh, uh, students will be able to come to Tower Square, and we're going to have a bunch of downtown vendors welcome them to downtown, say, hey, get 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 off campus, and you're still right adjacent to it, and you have plenty of stuff to enjoy downtown as students, and we have new students come every year, so we want to make sure they know what they can enjoy when they're in the downtown area. Including art. I mean, Tower Square in itself is yes. a beautiful a uh, beautiful piece of art uh, from Kank, uh, uh, the artist from Omaha. Uh, June Kaneko. Kaneko, thank you. I always mispronounce his name. Uh, uh, yeah, his work is all over the city. It is. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. So so that'll be coming up, and uh, yeah, that'll be exciting. Yep, and all that info on those events is on downtownlincoln.org, and we have so many events, so that's just one of the bigger ones coming up, but check it out and find out the events. You'll have something to do every day downtown. And we didn't even get to music. No, oh, we didn't even get to talk about music. No. Well, we did that a couple, a few. Uh, we did in another episode. But, but we can talk about it. But you know my passion of music, yes. and oh my goodness, uh, yeah. So there's so many great things going on in this city. I'm so thankful for your leadership, both of you, Hallie Salem. Thank you for your leadership for 23 years in urban development. My goodness, uh, there there'll be plaques and statues before long. Todd Ogden, Downtown Lincoln Association. Thank you, my friend. That's it. Thank you. That's a wrap. Now go do good things here on 1499.3 KLIN.